0: It's Friday, June 2nd, and this is Goodwill Talk Daily. Welcome back, everybody, to Goodwill Talk Daily. It is Friday, the end of the week, but also... An incredible weekend coming up for us in Beacon. I've been talking about this off and on all week. Can't wait to share more. So uh, many of you know we moved this week and we are having our very first worship service in our new location on 22 Cedar Street right there in Avenue. And uh, people can park in the Eliza Street parking lot that's right there nearby. It's like a three-minute walk from the Eliza Street parking lot to our new home on 22 Cedar Street. We're going to be celebrating together God's faithfulness in bringing us to a new home. We're calling it our housewarming service and party. And so uh, you can join us on Sunday if you'd like, but you know what? Join us at some point during the summer too. If you can't make it Sunday, no big deal. Join us some other time as we move into our new home and we celebrate the Lord together. We're going to take the Lord's Supper. We're going to celebrate the sacrament of baptism. We're going to have a covered dish meal afterwards. It's going to be such a wonderful time, 10 o'clock on Sunday at our new home in Beacon. I can't wait Thank you for your prayers. If you can't be there, celebrate with us from afar by attending one of our other locations, Montgomery, New Paltz, Port Jervis. Be a part of the worshiping community of Goodwill Church this weekend and uh, pray for us. Celebrate for us as we kick off in our new home in Beacon this Sunday. Well, let's go ahead and turn our attention to Isaiah chapter 59. It's quite a long chapter. I'm going to read the whole thing, share a couple thoughts, and then we're going to close the week in prayer. Isaiah chapter 59, starting in verse 1 surely the arm of the lord is not too short to save nor his ear too dull to hear but your iniquities have separated you from your god your sins have hidden his face from you so that he will not hear for your hands are stained with blood your fingers with guilt your lips have spoken falsely and your tongue mutters wicked things no one calls for justice no one pleads a case with integrity they rely on empty arguments they utter lies they conceive trouble and give birth to evil They hatch the eggs of vipers and spin a spider's web. Whoever eats their eggs will die, and when one is broken, an adder is hatched. Their cobwebs are useless for clothing. They cannot cover themselves with what they make. Their deeds are evil deeds, and acts of violence are in their hands. Their feet rush into sin. They are swift to shed innocent blood. They pursue evil schemes. Acts of violence mark their ways. The way of peace they do not know. There is no path. There is no justice in their paths. They have turned them into crooked roads. No one who walks along them will know peace. So justice is far from us, and righteousness does not reach us. We look for light, but all is darkness. For brightness, but we walk in deep shadows. Like the blind, we grope along the wall, feeling our way like people without eyes. At midday, we stumble as if it were twilight. Among the strong, we are like the dead. We all growl like bears, we moan mournfully like doves, we look for justice but find none for deliverance, but it is far away. For your offenses are many in your sight, and our sins testify against us. Our offenses are ever with us, and we acknowledge our iniquities, rebellion and treachery against the Lord, turning our backs on our God, inciting revolt and oppression, uttering lies our hearts have conceived. So justice is driven back, and righteousness stands at a distance. Truth has stumbled in the streets honesty cannot enter. Truth is nowhere to be found, and whoever shuns evil becomes a prey. The Lord looked and was displeased that there was no justice. He saw that there was no one. He was appalled that there was no one to intervene. So his own arm achieved salvation for him, and his own righteousness sustained him. He put on righteousness as his breastplate and the helmet of salvation on his head. He put on the garments of vengeance and wrapped himself in zeal as in a cloak. According to what they have done, so will he repay. Wrath to his enemies and retribution to his foes. He will repay the islands their due from the west. People will fear the name of the Lord and from the rising of the sun, they will revere his glory. For he will come like a pent up flood that the breath of the Lord drives along. The redeemer will come to Zion to those in Jacob who repent of their sins, declares the Lord. As for me, this is my covenant with them, says the Lord. My spirit who is on you will not depart from you, and my words that I have put in your mouth will always be on your lips, on the lips of your children and on the lips of their descendants, from this time on and forever, says the Lord. God hates injustice and sin, and he responds to injustice and sin with his own salvation and righteousness. Those who are the victims of sin and injustice, if they turn to Jesus, his arm can reach them with salvation. The, the, the imagery here of God putting on armor and coming to wage war against the wicked is a terrifying one. It's supposed to be. It's terrifying for all who participate in sin and injustice, but it is such a liberating and beautiful image for those who are hurting under the yoke of injustice, who are being sinned against. To them, to those who repent of their sins, a Redeemer comes and rescues. He rescues them and then he puts the words of God on their lips. See, this is what he does for us. He rescues us from our sin and injustice. He rescues us from those things that would victimize us. So not just our own sin, but he rescues us from the systems of sin that we build up in this world and that we perpetuate over and over and over again. He rescues us and he puts us on a new path, on the way of the kingdom of God, and he gives us a new word to speak, a word that we pass down to our children and onto their children. These are the very words of God. You see, when we are saved, we're brought from this world of injustice and sin and brought into a new world, into a world we call the kingdom of God, and we live there even now. It is true we won't enter into the kingdom in its fullness until kingdom, the, the kingdom of God fully descends on the final day and the new heavens and new earth is created. The kingdom of God is on earth as it is in heaven. We pray for that day. We long for that day, but we know that day is not here yet, but we still live in that kingdom life. We are rescued from the kingdom of darkness and brought into the kingdom of the beloved Son. And when we are, the words of God are placed on our lips, and they are passed down from generation to generation, a covenant people from generation to generation that say, you are our God, and we are your people. That's what we do when we gather on Sunday. We gather as a kingdom people, rescued From our own sin and from the sins of this world, rescued from our own injustice and and from the injustice that would visit itself on us, we are rescued. We may deal with the consequences of sin in this world, but we are rescued and brought into a covenant family, a kingdom family, and all of us from generation to generation, multiple generations in one place, worshiping God in spirit and truth, His word placed on our lips. Do you see what we do on Sunday mornings? We declare that we are a different kind of people that we are the people of God and that he has put on his armor and he has come and rescued us and saved us and brought us into his kingdom that we might worship him in spirit and in truth. That we are a people of God with his word on our lips. Would we learn how to speak it and speak it well and pass it down to our children and to their children? We are a different people. We are a different kind of people set apart, not because we are so good, but because God is so good, and he rescues those of his people who confess their sins, who repent and come to Jesus. When we gather on Sunday, take a look around at the different generations in the room and celebrate God's goodness, God's goodness to us. Let's pray. Father, we thank you for the salvation, the redemption that is ours in Jesus. We thank you that when we confess our sins to you, you are faithful and just to forgive us our sins. And that when you forgive us, when you rescue us from a world of sin and injustice and bring us into your kingdom, you put your word on our mouths that we might speak the good, sweet word of God to one another. Be with us this weekend as we worship, Father generation after generation, lifting up your name in praise and worship, honoring you for you are good and loving, our rescuer and redeemer. We love you and we pray these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, I hope you enjoy this weekend. I know I will over in Beacon. I hope the rest of you do as well. We'll be back together again on Monday for more Good Will Talk Daily.